joining us here this afternoon. We're live on Pure West Radio and on the Facebook page. So uh, if people are tuned in and you want to see what we look like, I'm, I'm wearing, I've got my birthday boy top on, new <laughs> Manchester United awake, awake kit and uh, uh, the lovely Pat Coombs looking very glamorous this afternoon, my dear. Where are you? I'm at home today. I'm working from home today. So I've been able to put on my yellow um, top ready for hospice week. Yeah, this hospice week, it's a wonderful idea and initiative, isn't it? Especially as you know, during these times, organisations and charities such as Paul Satoria really struggling yeah. with obviously raising funds. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And it's because of the COVID and we're unable to get out there and fundraise like we usually would. And so we are really feeling the pressure. And it's important more than ever that, uh, you know, people... I guess I'm mindful that if Paul Satori is something that they would like to use or it's helped their family, you know, please do make a donation, help them in that way. But also think about your will. You know, if you if you haven't got a will and you need to write one, yeah. include Paul Satori in it. If you've got one, you can amend it. So there's there's means and ways people can still support you even even during these difficult times. There are many, many means and ways. And always, it's always the case that until you need us, People don't realise what we do. And we hear that over and over again. I so mean, it's the, very important to keep this support going and to keep this foundation running in Pembrokeshire. Yeah, I completely agree with you there, Pat. Um, tell us about your role, uh, clinical coordinator and uh, equipment facilitator. Sounds like you're in charge of quite a bit there, Pat. Yeah, it's a very varied role. It's a very busy role. Um, my clinical coordination is um, that consists of taking referrals of um, family members of loved ones or medical professionals or it doesn't have to be a medical professional so it's really important that people know that we can take them from friends or family so we'd get the referral in we'd write it up and then I'd hand that on to one of my colleagues she would then speak with the families um, arrange a time convenient to come out and do the assessment she would then find out a lot more information, bring that back to the office, and then we would discuss what it is that we could provide for these people. So we would take it then from there. So it's very hands-on, and, and that's ultimately very. what you do. It's the, the, the hands-on care and, and equipment that's provided. You're the one that sort of facilitates yeah. that, make sure it gets to the right place. Yeah. We've got two um, ladies who work the equipment team, um, Leanne Ryder and Lucy England, um, and they do everything. So because they are also nursing assistants, when they arrive at the home of a patient, if they have any needs, if they need toileting or they need to be washed or transferring, they can do that as well as just delivering the equipment. They put out a lot of equipment, very heavy equipment. So, um, yeah, they're very, very good. What's it like for these ladies at the moment? during COVID being, you know, at the front line of Paul Satori? Very, it's very worrying, of course. I mean, but once they arrive at the home of the family, they are very well provided with PPE. Thankfully, we were donated lots and lots of items of, of members of the public and local businesses, which helped us along tremendously. We are well provided with PPE and so are our staff. So when they arrive at the home of the people, they automatically have to treat every person as COVID-19 because we don't know and because we go in with such a varied a lot of other people we need to be mindful so they will wear full PPE at their whole shift whether it be for a whole night or a four-hour day shift or for a personal shift they would have to wear their PPE 
once they arrive at the home, we say that it's been very worrying times for everybody, but when they listen to their patients, they say that it just, it just goes. They just carry on, they do their job as though it wasn't even there. Yeah, I could imagine. Still, still the same level and consistency that, that yeah. you would ever have. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. So, I mean, could, could you give me a, a sort of typical scenario on uh, on on what may happen um, when the girls arrive at, at somebody's house then? OK, so when the girls arrive at somebody's house, then firstly, in the car, they would put on their gloves and a mask. They then arrive at the door. They would knock at the door and the families are already aware that the nurses need somewhere where they can put on all of their PPE before right. they make contact with the patient. They introduce themselves then properly with the patient and family once they've got all their kit on. And then, you know, they're there then for the night. Yeah. We ask that there is a bathroom where they can go in and have a wash and change their clothes completely to get back into their own cars and to go home. So they've got wash bags and all their uniform PPE gets put in there and taken away. Wow. Well, hopefully this is a bit of a reality check for anyone that's been moaning about wearing a mask uh, oh, because, yeah. you know, you don't really realise on, on the levels that uh, these frontline workers have to go through during these times. So a lot of love and respect uh, to them. Okay. Um, what, what types of equipment um, would you look to install in, in someone's house that needs support uh, during their, their end of life treatment from you, from Paul Satori? Um, for their end of life treatment, we would be looking at things like hospital beds, so profiling beds. And certainly a commode. I mean, a commode is invaluable. Okay. What is um, a commode? A commode. Definitely. I mean, people will still get out and use a commode. I think that really it's always, we're always looking at dignity. So, I mean, if they can still get up, then we'll assist them to get up. And yeah. then once they can't, then we'll sort things out then. But okay. definitely bed, a commode, um, a pressure relieving mattress. They always need a pressure relieving mattress. If they're in bed for any length of time, they still need to be turned, whether it's a really good mattress or not. Um, there'd be items in there to have to wash people. So whatever their needs were, we would provide it. Wow, it's fantastic. And, hope, and we would provide it in a set amount of hours also, because we also do rapid response mm. with them, not just the equipment, but also the hands-on nursing care. So if somebody needs to come home straight away, to have their last hours at home, then we will make that happen. And I think the best we ever did was just over two hours. So that is providing all of the care and all of the equipment into the home for that person to come home and meet in the ambulance on the way out. So we did really well to do that. Wow. You yeah, seem so proud of your team, Pat. Very, uh, very proud of the whole you. team. Always, always. And not just the equipment team, but um, the nursing staff as well. If they were not so flexible, we wouldn't be able to cover as many hours as we cover. I mean, they're very flexible with, with their days, with their nights, and of course, with wearing the PPE. Yeah. It has to be done. Yeah. Yeah, they're brilliant, uh, they are. We heard firsthand from uh, Joanne yesterday, um, who is a, a family carer, huge fundraiser. Big, I know, big yeah, supporter I know. Of yours. Yeah. You know, I mean, it completely changed her perspective on having home care, did Paul oh, Satori. And I'm sure she's one of of many. I mean, that just shows you, you know, how, I guess, valuable this service is to the people of Pembrokeshire. Oh, yeah. It's it's a well-respected service. It's a very important service. And we are very privileged to have it. 
because they're not there's no other county can say that they've got this service we travel to rural areas we never leave anybody else everybody is treated as equal whether they live up there in Crimec or whether they live in St David's everybody gets treated exactly the same although I'm very mindful about when I put somebody out to work at night um, how far they have to travel to get back home because always um, first and foremost as well I'm looking after the health and well-being of our staff and they have to be able to get home safely and if we put them out too far then it means they need to travel further so we are always looking to place staff members closest to home if if we can, yeah. if we can't, then, you know, they make those exceptions. Can imagine your job's quite challenging and logis logistically testing at times, Pat. <laughs> it, it can be very challenging, <laughs> but um, I don't do it alone. We are we are a team and I'm part of the team. I've got yeah. um, an assistant who works alongside me as well. So she she helps out, Jackie, um, and the whole team. We, we work together and we have to do it like that. And, and communication is a huge, it's, it's the key to everything. It shines through, it really does. Um, Pat, I'm going to have to go. The latest news is on the way in just a moment. Thank you so uh, before much. you do go, no, absolute pleasure. Please let us know about these presentations uh, that Paul Satori um, are, are hosting at the moment for the uh, for the Hospice at Home Services Week. Okay, yeah, because it's the Hospice at Home Services Week, I think on Thursday, that's tomorrow, isn't it? At two o'clock, there's a presentation. Yep. If anybody would like to join in on and just go to inquiries at paulsatori.org. And they'd be more than welcome to join in and it'd be well worth, well worth having a look anyway. Easy as that. And you can actually jump onto a Zoom like we are now. Yeah, exactly. Fabulous. Thank you. Coombs, a clinical coordinator, equipment facilitator from Pulsatory. Thank you ever so much for your time here this afternoon. It's been lovely chatting to you. And uh, it's, been, you. it's been fascinating find out about, finding out about, you know, the intricate ways that, that uh, uh, makes uh, the, uh, the wonderful foundation and charity tick. So thank you ever so much for your time. Brilliant. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Absolute pleasure. Uh, Pat Coombs there here on Pure West Radio uh, every single weekday afternoon at 1.45. We're keeping you up to date with all of the latest things that Paul Satori and the people that they help do. All of Hospice at Home Week. It's Pure West Radio. Latest.